Genius Brain listeners. This podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen, I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over, and I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life, and I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture-wise. You just can't beat it. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this, and it was freaking delicious. If I if I eat bread, this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it. it's so freaking good. You could do whatever you want with this type of stuff. I mean, they even have burger breads, right? So if you want to make a, a fire-ass burger, they got like tortillas too for their if – you, if you eat breakfast burritos as much as I do. Dude, money. It's so freaking good. It's hard to say which one of my favorite stuff is just because like – if I'm going to make a wrap or I'm going to do any type of sandwich of any sort, I'm going to use Hero Bread because I get to eat without all the guilt and it's literally my favorite. So genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code genius10 at checkout. That's G-E-N-I-U-S one zero at Hero. Dot co. So no, you didn't ask. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. You just made a comment pro- about everything you process is an attack. It, is. it is never an attack. I'm simply just stating. I didn't say. I said, my dear. It is my always dear, attack. Are you stressed? Is your day long? Is your day long? Yeah. Is ask this like is that. why the home is a little bit in shambles? I don't blame you. I simply think that you must be tired, and I can help you, dear. Oh yeah, I would love that. That's Please. what I said. However, she, I... she turned it and flipped it on me, and saying, "This is your mess." I'm like, I haven't even oh been here gosh. in seven days. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna huh? freaking cry because that's not the case. Okay. <laughs> this is such a lie. In five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. For our first-time listeners, this podcast is about anything and everything. Most likely, by the time you're done hearing this, you're either going to cry, laugh, or hate me. We have a very special guest here. We have my short-haired lady. (laughs) Short-haired lady? Yes, Mariel Song, everybody. Wow, and you burped in between my name. Yes, I did. Big special announcement, (laughs) which I'm pretty sure most people aren't surprised because I didn't really hide it that much, but I never made a huge announcement about it. Uh, We are actually married. We're married. Yes. For the longest time, I didn't announce it. We didn't really put it out there because I didn't really feel the need to. Didn't really care to. And number one, we never never had a a huge ceremony. No, we eloped. Yeah. We went to to the county. You okay there? You're about to barf. No, we're good. I just had a lot of uh, LaCroix. Uh, But we went to the, uh, what do you call it, that spot? The, the, the courthouse. <laughs> we went the to the court. courthouse. We got, we did the whole courthouse thing and it was all good. It was all fun. And we did mm-hmm. that, what, last year, November? November? October. Yes, October. Uh, what's the date then? 14th. No, I'm just kidding. Exactly. You don't, you don't even know. Even 14th is our regular anniversary. Not in October though. Yeah, what is it in October? It's August 14th. No, no, no. I mean, our wedding anniversary. What's the date? What? What do you mean our wedding anniversary? You're asking me what, what, what you, date? What's, what's our wedding anniversary? What's the date? I know what it is. No, you don't. Do you know? Do, 
You don't know. I have it on my Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. I have it on my calendar. Do you? It's the 19th. Of October? Yes. You're 100% sure? No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You don't know anything. No, Be quiet. I think it's the 19th. You know why it's hard to remember? Because it was such a transactional thing. We didn't have like a, a moment. ceremony, yeah. this huge, huge, huge thing. Yeah. But I am officially married. I'm off the market, ladies. Why did you want to announce it now then? Huh? Because I have nothing to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> oh no, my I'm kidding. Gosh. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. No, it's been about a year. I think it's I think it's okay. Close to a year. Yeah. It's been almost a year. I didn't feel like um I don't know. I think like when you're kind of in the public space, everybody has this thing where they feel like they kind of are privy to the personal information in your life. And there's a lot of stuff that I tell publicly, right? I see mm. like 70% of my life is public. Mm. But the other 30%, I don't think it. I really care to tell people what's going on. You just want to cherish it in private until... Because I was okay. with you for a very long time before I even... We told. just hit our eight-year mark of being eight. together. Years, eight, eight years. of the happiest years of your life. Oh, I made you a better person. I I made you have good skin. <laughs> so check this out. So before I before I met Mariel, I never used lotion. I didn't believe in that yeah, shit. Yeah, you were crusty ass. <laughs> okay, that's a little disrespectful. I look when you're when you kind of grow up in. I feel like. For people who are listening that are younger, right, you have a lot more flexibility in the things that you do, and you could do things with with a lot less judgment, uh. right? I mean, it's still there, but prior, you know, like in high school, junior high, everything was gay. Like, using lotion was gay. Really? Yeah, dude. Everything. I think it's just because like homophobia was so huge, and it was just That's the, true. it yeah, was yeah, just yeah. a quick thing to make fun of people yeah, for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You couldn't even use lotion. It's like, oh, what's up? Is gay boy using lotion? <laughs> so you wanted to use lotion. It's not that I wanted to. It's more like I needed it. Uh-huh. Right? I mean, you know, people would use lotion here and there, but people would always, you know, try to throw out yeah, gay yeah, jokes. Yeah. Which but it was considered something very feminine. Yeah. Right? Super girly. Like, oh, girls, girls yeah, use I remember, lotion. Uh, people were making fun of Korean men in Korea because they use a lot of, like, skincare. Oh, 100%. But look at it now. Everyone's using it. That's what I'm saying. Like the onset of the internet and kind of people on the the fringes that were made fun of a lot, mm. they're, they're the majority. And so if the majority speaks, it's like, yo, I, I, I use face lotion all the time. My mom used to try to get – I remember when I was a kid. Mm. This was um, when I was like 14 and I started getting acne. Mm-hmm. My mom was trying to get me to use lotion. Skin, so she knew. toner and she stuff. She knew. She knew. Like she goes, "Hey, use use toner. Use all this other <laughs> stuff." And I used to get in fights with her because I didn't want to use it. I'm Were like, "I'm not using school? this shit." It was like 14. I was like 14. Oh yeah, I mean, it's like I'm not using this lotion shit. <laughs> and then now I'm over talking to my mom. I was like, "Dude, you see this new thing I got?" Oh, you have more products than I do. I'm actually using your products now because oh, they I'm, smell so good. I'm very, very, very good with it. But I've definitely had like this point in my life where. Like there's like a certain point after high school, you start to maybe in high school for me too, but later on. But as you get older, you stop caring about what everybody else thinks. I don't think it's for everybody like that. Mm. But as you get older, your threshold for bullshit gets smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. Also, you are not in the same circle as well. Like you work. Oh, yeah. You start hanging out with other people and. It's not really like clicky as like, oh, you have to do this trend or else like you're going to get kicked out of this group. You know, that kind of I think in high school and middle school, you have that like I have to fit in. But once you go into college, it's like trying to identify who you are. So you try different things. 
at least that's like how I transition. It's like, I don't care about fitting in anymore. I'm all about like finding out who I am and trying new things. Yeah, that, that moment happened for me, happened for me like junior year of high school. So it was, mm. then I was just like, I don't even fucking care anymore. Cause I'm not going to see these people anymore. Like after I graduate, I'm gone. Mm-hmm. I'm out, I'm out this bitch. Yeah. Like I'm not in high school anymore. I'll, I'll be leaving. I'm gonna just do whatever the fuck I want. Uh-huh. That's why when I was in junior high, I, or uh, not junior high, when I was a junior in high school, uh-huh. I joined choir. Oh, no way. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Choir? Like, that's why I joined choir. Cause I wanted to, yeah, oh see you la- laughing at me right now. This, this is, this is my nightmare. <laughs> That's super cool. <laughs> oh, that's I didn't join anything. I wasn't allowed to. So, uh, well, I joined choir, mm-hmm. and I always wanted to join choir, uh, but there's this one moment that I'm like completely scarred from. So, every year uh-huh. they would somebody would be picked to sing the national anthem. Oh, <gasps> right. So, you and us- usually it would be somebody from choir, um, and the the music teacher at the time, Mrs. Dake, would be the one to choose who's gonna one who's uh-huh. gonna be the one. Um, I always wanted to sing the national anthem, right? Wow. Never did it though. You didn't get picked? Or no, you I, never I, I got picked. I didn't want to do it. Why not? Because the last guy that did it, somebody called him a faggot. <laughs> like, but as, you didn't care as, anymore, right? No. Like, okay, I didn't care about that, but I do care about getting laughed at by every person in the school. Mm. You know? So that <laughs> this guy goes up mm. and you know, I don't use this word anymore, but I'm just saying it for the story's sake. Yeah. He goes up. And he's about to sing. He clears his throat. One dude in the crowd just goes, faggot. And everybody busts up laughing. And I got scarred. I'm like, I'm not doing this. Because that's for sure going to happen to me. Yeah. A hundred percent. But I kind of wish I would have done it, though. Now is the moment you have the mic in front of you. No, no, I don't care about doing it now. (laughs) But those were those things like in high school when you start, when you, when you start becoming a little bit older, you stop caring so much. And as even now, too, I start caring less and less and less. And now I'm trying to learn how to care a little bit more. So I'm not so insensitive. Yeah, maybe care more about your wife, you know. And so all of this conversation is basically you're thanking me to uh, get back into the Let me care more about your wife, dude. This girl yesterday, mm-hmm. man, she's so full of crap. So, what? so okay, check it out. I've had COVID, right? And you know, like, when you have COVID, if you guys have ever had it before, uh, some people been. are concerned about you. And, you know, she generally was. But this woman was treating me like I had leprosy. Like, I, Well, yeah, I didn't want to get sick. She, I never got COVID, she, David. She, she would approach me like she was a vampire. Like, just cover her. I'm like, yeah. Yes, because you didn't cover your face, so I'm covering mine. Okay. Okay, let's not be dramatic. So we, so I, I had the, the, the back studio before. And then I turned it into a podcast. It was a podcast studio, and now it's just like a, a lounge chill area. So I was sleeping there for the past five days, five or six days. And on the seventh day, I decided to come back in the house. Hmm. Turns out I found out that this woman <laughs> is literally the loudest person in the world oh. in the morning. Hey, what happened when you found out you were negative? I gave you a hug. <laughs> Because then I survived too. You survived. Yes. If I got COVID, I don't know what my symptoms are. It could be the worst. Very true. And you're sick already. So who's going to take care of me? I would have taken care of you. No. I was fine. I wasn't even that sick. And what if I'm like super sick, you know? I don't want to be in that position. I was trying to make sure that we're both healthy people. Anyways, so I'm loud. And 
What's your point? You know what I hate about her the most <laughs> on this podcast? Like her personality is completely different than how she normally is. What do you mean? <laughs> I am so sorry. It sounds like you're speaking Japanese, but in English. Hi, I just wanted to take care of you. That is the voice I that I am. use. No, 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 no. We, we, I have <laughs> all kinds of voice, just like how you have a loud voice in how certain places. The biggest thing that we argue I about, which we don't really argue or fight that much anymore, he loves is, to is argue. her volume. That, he loves to <laughs> It's like to 10 argue. o'clock at night. We're, we're, you know, we're chilling. We're trying to cool out before we go to sleep. I just hear her just scrolling through TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Is it wrong that I want to be laughing? And I'm like, yo. Do I need to get your permission and be like, ho, 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 ho,
Because okay. uh, I've been That's busy. not what I said at all. Let's let's rephrase it the proper way. Okay, what's this the is what I way? said. I said, oh, you usually keep this place like super clean. Have you been super busy? And you, the, how you process it was, oh, no. you think I'm lazy? No, no. That's exactly what you happened. You did not ask, have you been super lazy, uh, busy? Because oh, see, I said. Right there, Freudian slip. No, you I did just not, corrected you, it. Oh, see, that's proof. Go ahead, continue. Proof? Okay. Continue. What are you looking continue. at? Continue, shoulder puffs, <gasps> camera right there. Oh, that's camera. Like, <laughs> what, what, what did you think that was? <laughs> no, I don't know what they were. <laughs> um, and because I said, I've been very busy because I said that. Cool. So no, you didn't ask. Yes, that. I did. No, you didn't. You just made a comment pro- about everything you process how is an attack. Is. It is never an attack. I'm simply just stating. I didn't say. I said, my dear. It is my always dear, attack. Are you stressed? Is your day long? Is your day long? Yeah. Is this is why the home is a little bit in shambles. I don't blame you. I simply think that you must be tired, and I can help you, dear. Oh yeah, I would love that. That's Please. what I said. However, <laughs> she she turned it and flipped it on me, saying, "This is your mess." I'm like, I haven't even oh been here God. in seven days. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna huh? freaking cry because that's not the case. Okay. This is such a lie. You know what? Let's not bicker in our, our, my first podcast in the studio because we no, got Robin bickering. behind the scene, who's you know getting to know me. And Robin can see the verbal abuse that I get every day. <laughs> we'll hear sometimes her thoughts I, after this. How sometimes about that? I just cry into my pillow every night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm so happy. This marriage has been great. She tricked me. She was like, <laughs> "You're the one who announced it, and now it's too late." <laughs> well, it doesn't matter if I announced it. We're legally married. Yeah. Genius brain listeners, this podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen, I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over, and I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life, and I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture-wise. You, you just can't beat it. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this, and it was freaking delicious. If I, if I eat bread this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it. it's so freaking good. You could do whatever you want with this type of stuff. I mean, they even have burger breads, right? So if you want to make a, a fire ass burger, they got like tortillas too for their, if you, if you eat breakfast burritos as much as I do, dude, money. It's so freaking good. It's hard to say which one of my favorite stuff is just because like, if I'm going to make a wrap or I'm going to do any type of sandwich of any sort, I'm going to use Hero Bread because I get to eat without all the guilt and it's literally my favorite. So genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code genius10 at checkout. That's G-E-N-I-U-S-1-0 at hero.co. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. 
Hey all, it's David So, and if you want to listen to Genius Brain without ads, now you can. Just go to geniusbrain.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting my show too. That's geniusbrain.supercast.com. Thanks. Let me ask you something. What? <laughs> oh god so aggressive what, <laughs> what so, i'm trying to keep up with your level here so mean oh my god then <sighs> this show before you married me what was the ideal man that you thought you were gonna marry <laughs> whoa you really want to know yeah what is, i want to know oh. Tell, what, what is the ideal man that you thought you were going to marry wait this what is this is this a trap am this i is, listen i'm not a girl Listen, I don't listen. ask questions to trap you and then throw is it back in your like face. Is like a divorce paper that's right. ready to come out here? That is the uh, the typical girl trope that a lot of guys say is that they ask questions to go ahead and trap us. Like, oh, do you think I look good in this dress? It's like there's the only one answer. Yes, yes, yes. And if I say, oh, there's a different dress. Mm, well, guess what? You ruined my whole day. That's, I'm not doing that. So, Are you going to answer the question as well? Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's, that's the, that's I will, the trap. I will answer the question. Uh, I will answer the question 100% honestly. Okay, fine. Here Do I want to know? Do I want to know, though? Uh, no. <laughs> you, no. You could, you could, you can. I no. Can, you, no. You, you can. Sometimes it's just ignorant is a bliss. Okay. That's what I'm saying. You can ask the question if you want. If you don't want to, then You already don't. answered it with. No. No. You already, ha- you already gave me an answer. My dream girl is a girl that watches TikTok silently. <laughs> Wow, actually, that's fine because that's a very low bar right there. Yeah. So let's let's start with you Mine? before before you met me or before you married uh-huh. me. What was the ideal man that you thought you were going to be with? My ideal man? Because I know for a fact it wasn't me. <laughs> My ideal man. Remember, I had a whole like a checkbox list. Yeah. What, what's the, what's the list? Oh uh, well, you did check a few things. Like I want a guy. I don't want to hear any of that stuff. I want to hear the stuff that you. I want it. Um. I wanted a guy who treat me like a princess. <laughs> Legit. I wanted a guy who treat how my dad treats my mom right now. Not 30, 40 years ago, right now. Which is treating like a princess. Um, I know, this is so girly of me, but really, I wanted a... Well, well explain it, to me treat you like okay. a princess. Oh, no. Okay, it's not a really a princess like of like... You, you know what? I, if I nanny, could just... Nanny. Okay. Before we go into this, okay. explain... Explain what that means exactly. Treat me like a princess. Princess? Oh, I was about to get into that. Oh, okay. Go ahead. <laughs> um, it's more of kind of like the old school style of like, you know, taking care of me. Not like, you know, I mean, you do take care of me. You like feed me and all. But who's someone who's like, you know, has a, what do you call it? Chivalry? 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 Sh- I can't pronounce it right. Chivalry, yeah. Of, you know... Opening a door for me, kind of thinking ahead. I like to do that, you know, because I'm like, oh, you're sick. Let me go ahead and like make you, f- not make you food. How can but I open pre- doors for a girl sh- that walks faster can than I, me? <laughs> can I finish my oh, yeah, go ahead. answer? Thank you go very ahead, much. You know, like when you're sick, I go and prep food for you. And then you come back and be like, oh, thank you, honey. Kind of that reaction. Like I'm, I'm a verbal affirmation girl. That's my love language. Hold on, you don't say I, I don't do verbal affirmation? Like, can I finish? You asked me what my ideal is. It's not, I'm not saying that you don't have Okay, these. okay. I'm getting a little defensive. Go ahead. Oh, my God. Do you want this conversation? Stop yelling at me. Not. <laughs> Told you, my level's right here. I'm not going to change it. Um... Yeah, so I'm a verbal affirmation person. I love um, act of service. 
I mean, I don't think my bar was that high. Who's able to speak Korean, understands the Korean and American culture, plus Japanese and Taiwanese will be great because I lived in those countries. Um, Hayona, uh, who likes to do outdoor activities with me, who likes to, you know, get to know my friends, explore new things, plan, plan things out together. Uh, Basically, she wanted to do absolutely nothing. <laughs> no, no, together. Because, you know, I'm a very nosy person, so I have okay. to be part of you the know plan. why this makes me laugh so hard? It's because... <laughs> you know, like usually girls who want to be treated like a princess usually behave like a princess too. <laughs> you know? Well, okay, so that's the thing. I'm like, if it's not a typical princess, really, because I'm not asking. You know, I'm, I don't like to wear like. But you use your. Dress. But you just you use your mom as an example. Your mom is very much like a princess. No, I use my dad as an example. No, but your mom and dad's relationship, because your dad can't treat your mom like a princess because she has like these princess like behaviors. Yeah, well, that's the thing. The prince's role has been taken in the family, so I can't have that role. <laughs> like, I've never met a princess that, that farts on their prince's laps. <laughs> like, you know. <laughs> so, well, the thing is that when I met you, uh, you were like polar opposite of what I had in mind. <laughs> sexy. Just Very round sexy. and sexy and dry. Uh, <laughs> but you've also made me real. I mean, the reason why I picked you... Or like we decided to, you know. Handsome. <laughs> it's your personality. It's because. Oh, just just call me handsome already. Dude. And you're handsome. <laughs> Thank you. Man, Jeez. when I saw that jawline coming around when you lost that a uh, lot of weight. <gasps> I am a huge person when it comes to jawline. I don't know why it's a thing. I don't understand why jawline turns you on. It's from Smallville. Tom only had a really nice jawline. I'm like, that jawline looks amazing. You mean the man that was a 40-year-old dude that played an 18-year-old? He was. 30 and he played a <laughs> yes 18 year old and he looked very young he was in his actually mid-20s when he started okay fun fact anyway uh but yeah you had some of those aspects you know um there are some that don't but can't be perfect what's the, what's the don't uh you don't plan with me <laughs> you don't do outdoor activities with we have complete different hobbies here's the thing i do a lot of outdoor activities hmm. Her outdoor activities, it's, it's so funny because verbally she'll say she wants to do something, but when it comes to it, unless it's a trip, I'm talking about out of state or something like that, then she has no energy to do anything, <laughs> which is crazy because I like to explore the local area because there's so much stuff to do here. Her, on the other hand, like here's, here's something, for example, <laughs> we have gone to this place called Eaton Canyon Yeah, three times in a row. All the three times that I went with her, she never finished it. She went almost right to the end, yeah. and the end is the best part, and that's where the waterfall is. I've been there at the end by myself. I think we didn't have enough time or something. No, we did. Each time, you're just, oh, oh, I'm so tired. I was like. I could have been very tired. Okay, we, we'll go back. Or yeah. the other time, it was, I'm so hungry. So, I could have been hungry. <laughs> three They're times in a row. very legit reasons. We have not been able to complete that hike. And, and it's a hike that I did probably about five times a week at that point for a month straight. Well, that's the thing. You built up your endurance. I didn't. <laughs> no, I'm talking about from the first time that I did it, I went all the way through. The first time I did, I went all the way through it too. Not with me. Yeah, I did. You're talking about recently. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like recently. We've been there before a long, long time ago. I know. I'm saying recently, three times in a row, you didn't complete it. And that's why I was like, we're not doing this anymore. Yeah, it's not our first time. It's recently. And yes, I'm talking about the first time that we started again. Yeah, and that's that's because you build up your endurance. Or we'll, and or we'll go biking, right? And she goes, 
the weather. It's too hot. It is, yeah. Because for me, I just bike whenever. You it, have different tolerance, and I'm with, and that's fine. What I'm saying is like I'm very outdoorsy now. It's just you have so many conditions. But if we go outside somewhere, it's like she could walk Forever. forty thousand steps. Forever. But when she walks, dude, yesterday we walked a mile, <laughs> and we had to stop. I'm you, so tired. I'm so tired. I looked at my steps. I was like, fifteen hundred. <laughs> 1,500 steps. It's Because in Korea, we were walking an average of like 17,000 steps a day. The energy is very different, David. The energy of going to a new place, seeing people, just seeing new environment is very different. It brings joy. So much joy. Walking, though, is joy. It's meditation. Oh, sorry. Uh, That's the thing. uh, I don't know how you walk for hours and the heat... Without anything. I'd be so bored. I hate walking. First of all, I hate walking. (laughs) But I love walking like in Tokyo, in Seoul, because there's just so much to look at. I'm very distracted. I'm just like, wow, there's a lot of stuff around here. And I get to get, you know, I'm entertained. But if I'm walking and there's just a landscape of brown mountains everywhere and the air is dusty and the cars are just vroom, vroom, vroom by. (laughs) That's not entertaining for me. I just want to go home. But walking for me isn't a point of entertainment. So like walking is a point of number one, it's activity. Mm. It's for activity, health, and also meditation. So there's no I'm not looking to be entertained when I walk. So here's the thing, like I said, we have polar up very different hobbies because these hobbies define very differently for us. Know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. But I don't understand how you can walk 17,000 steps and then walk 1,000 and then look like you're going to explode. <laughs> I don't know. That's like just... you look like you ran away <laughs> from a lion. <laughs> ran away from a lion? Like full speed. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, oh, oh daddy. Oh, daddy. Oh, oh my God. Well, it's also I had a leg day workout two days ago. And so, so I was feeling the So swimming. did I. What, what does right. that have to do? Your body and I work differently. Don't make excuses, fool. <sighs> I want to kill this guy. <laughs> don't, don't be Why did I marry this guy? <laughs> you married me because well, you love me, dude. I answered your question. So that's what it is, is that I want to do a lot of things together, but I also want to have separate lives, you know, our own independent lives with our friends and whatnot. And I think we, well, we actually have that. We have a rule. Like, if we don't need yeah. to go to the wedding, you don't have to go. Ah. Uh, Kind of. Like if there's if there's a <laughs> wedding where you don't, where I, let's say I know everybody, right? And she has to travel for it. She doesn't know anybody at this wedding. She doesn't have to go. I, I, I don't care if she comes or goes, mm. right? If it's a wedding where it's like I know a few people and then she also knows everybody that's going to be there, then yeah, let's go together because it'll be fun. But if not, then it's just like, Introducing you to like 400 people. It's just this whole ordeal, you know, because I already hate weddings as it is, Mm. which is probably why we haven't had one yet. It's just I just I just like, for example, if I'm going to go to this ratchet ass Vietnamese wedding, she's probably not going to go. It's not her vibe Mm. because it's about to get fucking crazy, Mm. you know, and it's around very specific people that she she normally isn't around. Yeah. So for her. I just kind of say, I know like for people, it's like, oh, it would be nice to meet your wife or whatever, whatnot. Well, if you want to meet my wife, then you could meet her at any other given instance, aside from just a wedding. We could get dinner. We could do all other stuff. If it's just for that idea, then she doesn't have to come. 
because it's just point it's pointless because I know these people. I'm going to have a great time, right? And we're going to talk about old stories. We're going to get drunk. We're going to do crazy shit. And she doesn't have to be a part of it. And for mm-hmm. her, and no offense, a lot of the weddings she has taken me to have been absolutely fucking boring because in terms of very That's not nice. Beca- in terms of the weddings that I go to, it's so different, right? And what I mean by boring is like it's the weddings that I really, really dislike. It's like it's very hi- it's hyper religious. So hyper religious weddings are very, very ritualistic, right? And so that's more of a formality. There was only one that was like that. The other ones weren't like that. What are you talking about? Anyway. I think my friends' weddings are fine. Well, for you, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and the, well, I'm I'm not saying that what their wedding is not fun for everybody else. I'm saying for me, right? So because you like ratchety stuff? Hell yeah, hell yeah. So here's the thing: we're yin and yang. Yeah. <laughs> we're very different. Two different worlds coming together, and fortunately, there are some mutual interests in that diagram, and that's what we like to share. And then we have our own separate lives with our separate or different or. Our own friends and family. Yeah. Like yeah. Her, her group of friends are very different from We're mine, too. We're very different. My, my group of friends are just weird. They're very weird. You got eccentric variety of friends. Yeah. Like, I feel like every friend that I meet from her, I already know who they are. Like, they, they kind of have very similar backgrounds. They're usually, they grew up very religious, like church people, especially specifically the girls. Mm-hmm. The ones that you grew up with? Come on. The ones who I grew up with? That's only Becky. <laughs> what are you talking about? All the Korean girls that I met, they're all hyper-religious. Oh, okay, yeah. Korean girls, yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah, it's yeah. like, and those typically are the weddings that we're going to get invited to sense, here yeah. and there. A lot of them are churches, <clears throat> too. Yeah. And I think that they're very good people. People that I grew up with, not the best. So, like, they still have— I like your friends. No, they're great people now, but they weren't when they were younger. Uh, so they still have—so when you see these weddings, you'll see— some of the most ghetto shit ever. Yeah. But that's the that's the part that makes it really fun. Right? You get to see the most craziest ratchet shit that happens. I have to say, going into your friends' weddings, some of them, wow, it's like another like it's it was an eye-opening of knowing what the culture is like. Cause like I've been to Indian wedding, Vietnamese wedding. Oh, Vietnamese wedding. Indian wedding. Wow. They are fascinating. I have to say, it is a lot more entertaining. Than, you know, typical Korean. And that's what I'm kind of, you know, (laughs) accustomed to, right? And so. But it's not for you to be entertained. It's like giving the respect to the friends and family over there. That's understandable, but I still have a choice to whether I want to attend this or not, right? Because I don't want to go to somebody's wedding and then look all pissy. You know what I mean? Because I think that's even more disrespectful. I'd rather celebrate with them by buying them a meal, having dinner with them, and then, you know, congratulating that way. Mm. Versus me going to a wedding where I just don't care about anybody here. Mm. There's terrible music. The food is not that great. And I'm just sitting here just doing... <laughs> listening to this speech, that's this best man speech that's terrible. I'm still going to ask you every time because I prefer having you around. and But I will give you the choice of saying yes or no. I always ask her, is this something that I have to go to or something that you want me to go to? And if it's something that she wants me to go to, I will. Yeah. If she goes, I need you to go to this, then yeah, I'll do it. Like... I'm not griping about it or whatever. I just need to know. It's I need funny, to mentally prepare myself. Because when I when he says yes, there's for some reason God is on his side or something. There's a work <laughs> issue where work kind of overlaps with that day of. I'm like, what? What is this? This is some lottery. Like, but he ends up not going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and guess what? Papa gotta make money. 
so I got to do it. Yeah, Papa got Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but that's why I trade off. Like, I don't, there's definitely a few weddings that you didn't have to go to. Like, I knew you wouldn't have enjoyed. Mm. So I was like, it's okay. I just went solo dolo. And it was perfectly fine. People do find it weird, though, when I show up without you. Really? Of course, because you're my wife. And so if I show up without my wife, they're like, oh, is everything okay? It's like, no, everything is great. She's over here in Canada. (laughs) She's she's traveling. She's having a good time. I'm over here. I'm about to get drunk. You know, that was funny. One thing was interesting is that when I went to Canada and Banff, or when I went to Toronto and Banff, I, you know, for Toronto, I went to go see my friend, Bam, I went with my best friend. And then when I came back and I was telling people about it, they're like, you didn't go with your husband? I'm like, no, I went by myself. They're like, wow, and he's okay with that? I was like, I hate yes? that phrase though. I, I really hate that. And it, it's not because of their <laughs> judgment on it, because uh-huh. I think that's perfectly normal in terms of like what's socially, what's socially normative in terms of a typical relationship. Yeah. I don't like the phrase, he let you like what do you mean let like what, what is this idea mm. you know what I mean people will say that too about you know you to be like oh she let you what do you mean let me like this I, I don't and I, I want to say it's because it's very social normative because I've seen it in a majority of my friends relationships they do everything together, together? and if they don't do it together huh. they get upset or they feel left out I don't mm-hmm. have that one of the things that I required before I got with somebody in a very serious sense was that this person had a life without me. Mm. And the reason why is maybe it's because <clears throat> I, you I like think to be alone. I do like my alone time, mm-hmm. right? Which is why I like to walk by myself mm-hmm. and like kind of process my thoughts. It's meditation for me, right? Yeah. And there's certain parts of my life that you don't have to be a part of. Yeah. You don't have to. And, and the reason why too is because look, I know this is very morbid and grim, but what if I die? Like legit, what if I die? Mm -hmm. And your whole identity is based on everything we do together versus, Mm -hmm. you know, developing yourself as an individual, right? And how I always looked at very strong and stable relationships was uh, you are a powerhouse in your own and so am I. When we come together, we're we're something else. Mm -hmm. So I want you to be able to enjoy life with me, which are the great moments too, but also have your own personal time and have your own moments. So when somebody says that phrase, oh, he let you. It's like, dude, what do I fucking own her? She's not my possession. She has her own life. She could do whatever she wants. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, number one, they feel FOMO and they also get really jealous. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh, no. what if they're out there and some guy comes up to her? Then she'll fucking handle it. There's no, <laughs> what's the problem here? What, what is going to happen? And if, it, let's say worst comes to worst, let's say she does cheat on me, then guess what? I'll leave her ass. Mm-hmm. Then, then I'm still good. Life is okay. Yeah, yeah, I I mean, I, I totally understand when I go to weddings and I see, you know, all the couples are together and they're asking, where's David? Or like, where's your husband? Um, sometimes I'm like, oh, I wish he was just here. Then I wouldn't feel, I feel FOMO not having you around. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I like the fact that we have this uh, mutual understanding that, hey, sometimes like we're just going to do our own thing. Like we're going to fly. You go to Hawaii and like having your time with your dudes and I go, you know, somewhere with my friends and we're cool with it. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, like we talk about it and we like make sure there aren't any other events that we have to go. Like if it's family uh, events and stuff, like we always discuss about it Um, and we make sure that we're clear that, you know. Yeah. There's just like, I always just need uh, a heads up and she knows this too because like mm. even though I, I have a very I'm very sociable by skill not by nature 
So <laughs> it is something that I practiced a lot. You're very good at it. Right. Like I could talk to a fucking doorknob if I wanted to. But <laughs> I, I, I'm glad you say Dory. I thought the word Dory was going to come no, out. No, 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 no. Like I could talk to just about anybody, have a great conversation. Yeah. It's just a skill I develop. But that shit drains me. And she knows after we do these events or we're around like big family or everything else. And I feel bad because I understand that. But I have a big family. You don't have to feel bad. I just need a heads up. Okay. It can't be, oh, by the way, we're having a family party tonight. I'm like, nope, that's not going to happen because mm-hmm. can't do it. Hmm. I can't do it because, number one, I, it's, 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 I'm going to be overloaded. Well, that's a great thing about us is that I like to plan <laughs> ahead. I don't do things on the spot. If I do, I plan that ahead as well. <laughs> yeah, she has a really, really big family, which is something that I'm not used to. I never, I never grew up with a big family because the majority of my family is in Korea. So for us, like our family were my parents' best friends and they were my uncles. They were my aunts because we didn't have a lot of relatives. Mm. And so the friends that we had in the States were the people who also didn't have a lot of family here either. Mm. So we became each other's family. Mm. And then every Thanksgiving we would meet up. Mm. And those are the things that I kind of missed when I was younger because everybody moved away. Mm. So now Thanksgiving is super, super small. Mm. Now Christmas is really, really small, Mm. which I I guess is fine. It's just kind of how life is. Same here. I mean, grandma, when grandma was around, she was like the glue of the entire family. But, you know, after she passed away, everybody was so busy with their own lives. You know, that everybody, my aunts and uncles become, became grandparents for their kids. And so, you know, they have their own family that they need to celebrate with. So we ended up like just having smaller, you know, events. Um, But, once in a while, we do try to get together, you know, like my cousin from Chicago came around with her son and want to make sure that we could all like have a dinner together. It takes a lot of work. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, because everybody lives so far away from each other. They all, all have their own lives. Um, but once in a while, when that comes around, like, you know, we try to make an effort because at the end of the day, like we are family, you know, and if something happens, you know that at least you can someone maybe, I don't know, potentially rely on them <laughs> or like know that you have someone around? You don't see your family a lot though. My family or my parents? Both. My family? Yeah. I mean, because everybody has their own busy life. We mm-hmm. do, but we do talk a lot on social media. What so, do you mean? So like my cousins, we all chat online. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. So that's how we keep in touch. And so when we do come around, it's like, we kind of know what's happening with each other's lives. And we kind of talk about that. It's like, oh, how was that event that you went to? Or like, oh, like my cousin, one of my cousin-in-law uh, went back to school t- to be a teacher again mm-hmm. recently. And so I was like, oh, how's that? And she's like, oh, how did you know that? I was like, well, because I, you know, see what you're doing on social media. It's like, you know, and so then we talk about it. Mm. Yeah. We do talk about getting together, but it's hard because everyone, their parents, you know, they have to work around their kid's schedule too. Yeah. And I, like with her, you know, we were talking about this just to go back to the wedding topic. <clears throat> I don't care about weddings because my parents don't care about weddings. Um, <laughs> my parents are very practical human beings. Um, when it comes to like practicality and money wise stuff, like as, as long as we were married, then everything's fine. Yeah. If I never had a ceremony or a party or a reception or anything else like that, and I was on my deathbed, I would never regret the fact that I didn't have one. Mm. That's how I feel about weddings. Like weddings to me are... Once again, when I say these things, it is not a reflection on what you like. It is a reflection on what I prefer. I think weddings are trash. I think... Damn, you don't have to say it that harsh. (laughs) But I genuinely feel like that, though. So Because, mm -hmm. you know, if I were to expound on that, weddings are not for me. It is for everybody else. 
and I refuse to spend $50,000 on other people. So if it really is like in celebration of me, I shouldn't even have to pay for this shit. So I just don't think it changes the quality of my life. It doesn't change the quality of our lives. It doesn't change the fact that I love you. It doesn't change the fact that, that we'll maybe one day have kids. Uh, it doesn't change, it doesn't make me happier. I, I will never look back at a wedding and be like, man, dude, this, I don't think I would ever do that. So will, if yeah. you have a wedding, would you see that as like, man, my wedding is a trash? It's not that wedding is trash. It's no. like if it happens, then it happens, right? But I will never, ever put effort into wanting to have one. If it's important to you, that's different. But there's a lot of things that I don't care about that's important to you that I make it important to me because it's important to you. Hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? So if you're asking me personally, then no, I could care less about it. It's, it's such an old and archaic version. Mm -hmm. It's just old as fuck. And I know a lot of people are saying, well, I just want to celebrate it. Like I said, that's fine. I don't give a fuck what you want to celebrate. I'm saying that I don't care. And people have a huge problem with that. People have a huge problem with me saying I don't fucking like weddings. And they go, oh, look at this guy. Like, I don't, why don't you like it? It's like, because I have an, an ability not to like these weddings, especially somebody with anxiety, especially with somebody who just, like I say, I'm very practical in that type of sense where I want to do something that I feel like I'll enjoy. Mm. Like if I have 30 fucking thousand dollars, mm. I'd rather take that and travel the world. Mm. I understand a certain degree because I am someone who doesn't like to be in the spotlight to begin with. I have anxiety to be in front of the crowds. So the fact that I have to put so much effort and money just to be in the spotlight that I hate to be on, um, it gives me a lot of stress. So like before pandemic, we were thinking about having a wedding. So I was trying to figure out like, you know, what are the options out there? And I was so stressed out because one, I'm trying to figure out how to be, you know, good with, you know, find like the best cost, first of all, but it's so expensive. And then I have a lot of family um, and they're everywhere. And then think about accommodating. Like I didn't realize how much of uh, compromising stuff that I have to do for the wedding. And I'm like, is this really fun for me? Cause it's not. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like the wedding isn't for us. It's for everybody else. It, it is. So, I mean, they say, do what you want to do. So that's what at least, you know, my American friends are saying, do what you want to do. Don't care about others. It's, oh, it's for you. your one. So I took that mentality and I'm like, I'm going to do what I want to do. And then, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I forget that we're Asian and it comes, I didn't, I didn't know this or it didn't hit me until I talked to my Asian community and they're like, no, this is for your people, not for you. Like this is for them to know each other. Like two families come together and like introduce each other. You have to think about, and I was like, wait, so I have to think about like the kids and everything. I don't want the kids there. The funny thing is that I don't think your family knows the only people they're going to be introduced to are my parents. None of my well, family even is here. So, even so. And so when I, when I was like, I was thinking of just adults only. It's like, you can't really think like that. And I was like, what? Because for me now it's like, oh, well, that's what I'm, I'm saying. I was so upset when I I was explaining that. to her too. And I'm very empathetic towards her because <laughs> I don't have family politics because I don't have family here. So for her, hmm. I was trying to explain to her because she was stressing out. And basically what I was saying that is your, your, your path is going to be very different from mine, right? Because you have family politics. There are so many things that you have to consider. Mm -hmm. People that you don't invite will get butt hurt. And because mm -hmm. it's within this family web, that information travels to somebody else. People are going to feel a certain way. Um, 
And that's just how you guys are. There's there's a double edged. There's two things to it. What is great because you have community, right? Mm. People care about each other. They love each other. That's all fantastic. Mm. But because of like that proximity and how close you guys are, people are also uh, more prone to getting hurt by yeah. these type of things. Yeah. For me, I've developed a, re- a reputation in my family of somebody who could give a fuck less because <laughs> I am the son of my mother. Mm. And so my mom has that reputation too. Mm. So for example, I'll give you a, a really good example. I have a, a nephew who isn't, he's doing a lot better now. You know who you are, but you are a fucking loser. <laughs> and I can't stand shit like that because those type of loser ass qualities that I see in him is stuff that I saw in myself when I was younger. Uh-huh. And he's still doing the same stupid shit even though he's older. Mm-hmm. So uh, problem with him is that, you know, his father's pretty well off mm. and he likes to fix his problems with money. Mm. My family never did that. We don't fix we don't fix problems with money. We fix it by having real solutions and kind of talking through things. Mm. So for him, basically my uncle was telling me to throw him a bone and, you know, basically uh, get him a job and stuff like that. And uh, he wasn't telling me, he told my mom this and my mom laughed at him. Mm. And my mom told me this, she goes, I laughed at him. I was like, why'd you laugh at him? She, she goes, I told him is that, were you scared to ask me this? He goes, yeah, because, you know, I know who you are. He goes, if you ask David that, it's going to be 10 times worse. He was mm. like, he is my son and he's worse than I am. So, and she's right. If he would have asked me that, I would have chewed him out because. We're s- our family's so different. Yeah, there is no, look, my mom has tact, but the way we do things is very head yeah. on and very straightforward. We yeah. don't like to bullshit about anything. And I, and I got that from my parents. So I know with your family, they're normal. Uh, yeah, we're in the norm. Normal. We're you guys very are, normal. You guys are very normal, yeah. you know. Um, we got the typical uh, culture that you would imagine what Korean family would have. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not used to that. You know, my parents. I don't know how we came together. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird because you accepted. You knew that you're going to accept this family that is polar opposite of you and have you know, we're very complicated because of that, because we have to consider our culture, you know, reputation and thinking about others, considerations and stuff. And like somehow what made you just like think, yeah, I'm going to accept that. I'm I gonna- didn't know I was going to jump into this. Oh, really? It just happened. And I accepted it. Wow. You didn't think? I there's totally a lot thought. Of things, there's a lot of things about in our relationship that I didn't expect, but I, I accepted it because I wanted to be with you. And mm. it's, not a, it's not a make or break type of thing, right? Mm. For me to be your husband and say, oh, you have too big of a family. There's too many family politics. Uh, I don't want to be a part of this relationship anymore. doesn't make sense to me because it's not like what your family's doing is toxic. It's not like what your family's doing is terrible. It's just something that I'm not used to. Mm. So I can learn to adjust to that and make those adjustments. I just need time. Right. So if, for example, you know, listen, your mom is way different from my mom. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like I, like I, like I said this before I told her this and she didn't know who I was talking about. Her mom dresses like Cat Williams. Like (laughs) she dresses like a pimp. She's fancy. She's fancy. She is fancy. She's, she's, (laughs) yo, I remember when we came back from Korea, right? (laughs) The outfit was fabulous. I saw her, I was like, yo, your mom. Is fly as fuck. And we may be very typical, like Korean culture uh, type of family, but when it comes to my mom's fashion, it's like, where did you come from? Like, what? Yo, and she, yo, she be having some nice ass shit. I remember she had yeah. this, uh, it was this multicolored uh, Louis bag. I oh, was like, yeah. yo, that thing is fucking dope. Like, I, I, I mean, I don't want a purse, but I'm like, that's pretty fucking sick. 
And she had this Louis bag. I was like, dude, she she knows what's up. My mom, on the other hand, this woman, <laughs> straight up, the fanny pack. The sashimbar. I love that side of your mom. The yeah. fact that she could care less. Yeah. They're polar opposite. I mean, give and take, right? My mom's all about fashion and being the best of the best. Super funny. Yeah. And she's very funny. Um, however, she doesn't cook. Yeah. She does not cook. She doesn't she doesn't do any wife material, like the old school wife material. She doesn't cook. Um, she's yeah, she doesn't cook. That's all I can say. And your mom, on the other hand, the best chef ever. She cooks. I've so been much. eating her food every day. So good. Yeah. So good. I mean, I cry every time I go because the food is so darn delicious. Yeah, my mom expresses her love friend. very differently than your mom very, does, right? Yeah, and yeah, I think totally. your mom is equally as loving. She's just different, right? Uh-huh. The the similarity part is that they're both very funny. Yeah, and they're very um, they're very sweet. They could they know how, they can converse very well too. Yeah, you know after we came back from Korea, it's so funny. I've been seeing like these weird little level ups from her parents in terms <laughs> of their affection towards me. Right, <laughs> they but, changed. <laughs> but literally, it was they changed a uh, one eighty. Mm. There was no gradual. No, change. I don't know what happened. I know what happened is I went to Korea, and I met all of her sisters. And I met her dad's best friend. They spoke really, really well of me to your parents. You were you were good. Because it was already like yeah. that with the other family members, right? Yeah. But now, like, everybody that I've met, they really, really like me. And so I met Muriel's dad's best friend. And then we were chopping it up, having a good time. And, yeah. you know, just a really dope conversation. He was really, really cool. And I liked him a lot. And for sure, because they talk on the phone all the time, he said a lot of good things about me. Yeah, he And then really... after that, your dad was just like, my son. I was like, my, <laughs> my son? <laughs> I was like. Oh, uh, that's so funny. I was like, yeah. And it was so funny when he said that shit because I, w- I was sick from COVID recently. And then he called me and then we were chopping it up for a little bit here and there. And now the conversations are a lot more casual. Before it seemed very forced. Like yeah. he wanted to talk about random things, which uh. he doesn't have to do, right? Because mm-hmm. he's now my dad. And Aww. then he's talking to me and he goes, and I, I was like, oh, in Korean, I was like, you know, mm-hmm. so thank you for calling. You know, I appreciate it. And he goes, of course, you're my son. I was like, the fuck? Like, how, how I mean, in a good way, I yeah. was just kind of shocked. Yeah. And then the other day I walk into the house and then she hugs me. And then she goes, oh, my son. I'm like, yeah, what's going on? Uh, it, took, it took some time. It took eight years. <laughs> Your parents, on the other hand, when we just met, they already started calling me daughter-in-law, and that freaked me. I was like, that was my dad. ma'am, that sir? Was, that was my dad. Yeah, yeah, And so yeah. my mom got pissed. So my mom actually took him aside when he did that after, yeah. after we left. I freaked out. And I was then like, my, my, my mom was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know how straightforward my mom is, right? Yeah. She was pissed at him. She was like, yeah. you need to stop. She goes, that is super uncomfortable. Like, they are, they, they are only together recently. They're not even engaged. Don't do that shit. And then my brother, too, chewed him out for that shit, too. So you're being fucking weird. <laughs> I mean, now it's fine, obviously. Yeah, because we're married. Yeah. But, like, before, my dad just comes on so fucking strong. It's because he's really, really happy, you know? Yeah, yeah, I could see that. It's not, there's no bad intention to it. Oh, no. I'm just telling, like, yo, no. relax, bro. Like, I just got <laughs> together with her. I think what's great is that your parents, my parents, and I think us, too, we're all so different. But I think it's good because we check on each other. Of the things that we see that, you know, you may not see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I think yeah. your parents do that very well. My parents for sure do that well. And I think 
maybe that's why we attract each other. We're just so like we grew up seeing our parents being polar opposite. Yeah, 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 yeah. That we're just attracted to opposite personalities. Yeah, your your parents are very just very very different. Yeah, we're like, very different. Your parents are very different. I was saying when I see your whole family dynamic, I, I'm I'm tripping because you actually <laughs> met my aunt. Remember my uh, aunt, yeah. and you you think my mom's rough. My aunt's worse. Mm, well, I met your aunt. I've seen videos. Yeah, yeah, I've seen videos um, where she was rough, but I think when I saw her at Thanksgiving, she was a lot more soft. Mm-hmm. She's not a very soft person at all. That woman is rough or around the fucking It could have been because I was there that she was I literally like, saw this woman bite my other aunt in the face. <laughs> she had rabies. Like they, my family's fucking crazy, dude. So she she's a very interesting person. Like like I'm saying, like I feel like the the Korean family that I grew up with is very atypical, you know. Because mm-hmm. when I tell these Korean stories, other Korean people are like, I don't know if that's a Korean thing. I think no, that's just a your family thing. It is. I have to say though, I I think I'm still gonna try to plan a wedding. <laughs> no, I said like that's fine. It's, I, it's but, been forever. Yeah, I just told her that you know to go back on topic was. You know, when you plan the wedding, you have to be really considerate of everybody that you're inviting because of your family dynamic. It's not something that I have to deal with. If somebody comes up to me and goes, you didn't invite me to your wedding, I'd be like, get the fuck out of my fucking face. Don't talk to me. See, that's where I'm like, what? Yeah, I'm like, listen, if you want to hang out, we can hang out. We could do all this other celebration stuff, but I didn't feel like it was necessary for you to be there. And plus, I didn't want to be at the wedding. So I hope, one, I think, Initially, I was like, nah, we don't need a wedding. Maybe just like a party or something. But all it comes down, I was like, you know what? I hope if we do have a wedding, which I think we should, I hope it could be a intimate and memorable wedding yeah. where we're like, this was worth, this was, it was worth it. If, if the wedding list is like, I don't know. Don't put a number right now. Don't put a number. But let's just say if it's like, I don't know, like. A hundred people, uh-huh. then it's good. Then it's a lot easier for me because uh-huh. there's plenty of people that won't come. Yeah. Most likely, there's not going to be a lot of adults on my side. Huh? Oh, you mean like our parents' adults or? Because I don't have a lot of adults. So it would be, I don't have a lot of, um, my my parents too, just like me, they don't fuck with a lot of people. So huh. they don't have a lot of like yeah. friends. They have a set amount of close friends. Yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. else can fuck off. So um, that's easier for me for a smaller thing. If it becomes bigger, then, I, then I'm, I'm inviting all these other Look, random people. I'm not trying to make anything bigger just because. Yeah, because I feel like the people that you're going to be inviting is going to be all your family. For your family alone is going to cover up 50 people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. For my family, it's not going to be that big. I see half of that will be maybe like 15 people will be like quote unquote people who are family and the rest are just going to be people who I invited. And if they want to go, they can. If they don't, then whatever. Well, like I said, I hope the goal is that if I if we do have a wedding, it'll come down and be like, man, that was worth it. That's what I hope. Not like, oh, this this was a trash. It's not <laughs> the wedding isn't trash once again because weddings are trash in general. It's I just don't like weddings. I don't like the idea. I hope you it. end up liking your own wedding. I, is what I I'm will. Saying. I will because I'm not gonna plan it. <laughs> Uh-huh. See, this is I'll what I you. wanted on my husband's side. Uh, uh, Plan together, David. I will help assist you. Yes. It. Be my PA. Yeah, I'll be your PA. I okay. think the hard part is, once again, is that because this is such a grand, grandiose event and it's not really for us, it's for other people, I, I dislike it. It just goes against everything that I am as a person. So, once again, anybody who has weddings out there, don't take this to heart. I think 
weddings can be very, very dope. It's just for me and the way that I think, I, I don't like it very much. I give kudos to those who could do weddings or could. I'll say this though. Tim's wedding was dope. Why? Because the ceremony was super fucking fast. Uh-huh. It was beautiful. There was alcohol flowing from the beginning to the end. Dope ass fucking music. Uh-huh. Uh, really good food, dope dessert. And uh-huh. it was just a party, huh. you know, which is the weddings that I usually typically like to do. Um, but I don't know. I don't, I don't really care for it. Well, I hope you care for ours because <laughs> I don't want to be the only person. We're a, we're a family. We do it together. No, I'll help you, I said. Yes. I'll help you. And once again, our wedding, I'm not saying that it's trash. I'm <laughs> saying that I, the, the idea and the concept of weddings, this is how I feel about it. Right? Once again, if it's important to you, it's important to me. That's all. Okay. Everyone heard that? Okay. <laughs> That's it. If it's important to you, it's important to me. There's a lot okay. of things. When we, early on in our relationship, I was trying to explain this concept to her where <laughs> this is not how it is now, but we'll go do something right <laughs> and then i'll do something for like for example i hate magic hmm. i'm not a big fan of magic she took me to magic castle right and then you know it was a perfectly good time and then she was like oh she's like, i didn't know you liked magic i was like no i hate magic and she was like so upset at me <laughs> because she was well if you didn't like magic why'd you go i'm like no I went because you wanted to go and because it made you happy, I was happy. It doesn't necessarily mean that I enjoy magic. I hate Magic Castle. I hate it when every random person came up to me like, you want to see a card? I'm like, get the fuck away from me. How, uh, uh, it's how funny that you mentioned the magic one. I thought you were going to mention about Disneyland. No, no, no. no. That well, was... Disneyland's another one too at the time. So yeah. for me, I went to Magic Castle and I did the whole magician thing because I saw how happy it made you. So it made, I enjoyed it because you enjoyed it, right? I enjoyed the fact that you were having a good time. The experience itself, I fucking hated it. But we were together and you were, you were amazed. You're like, wow. I'm like, okay, this is fun now. Fun fact, it was probably, it was actually the first and the last time yeah. I ever went. Yeah. <laughs> but once again, like that's what I was trying to explain to you early on is that not everything has to be done because I specifically enjoy it. I can mm-hmm. do things and enjoy things because I enjoy being with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If that makes sense? Yeah. Would you enjoy being with me if you go to weddings? I can. But like <laughs> I said, if you want me to be there, I'll do it. But you also understand the reason why I don't like going to weddings because it's, it's oh. a questionnaire for me. Questionnaire? Oh, man, I saw you on that Netflix show. Oh, man, I love... You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. a meet and greet every time. Uh-huh. Every time it's a meet and greet. And it, it's not a bad thing, right? But then... Like during this time where sometimes I just want to be ambiguous and I just want to get to know other people or mm-hmm. maybe just talk and chop it up. It, it, it's always me doing a questionnaire at this table and it's exhausting for me, right? It can't be like, oh, what do you do? And you know how everybody fucking responds every time I ask that question? Hey, also, what do you do? Oh, I ain't doing something as cool as you. I'm like, okay, well, fuck this conversation then, dude. Like, it's just, I'm just going to be talking to myself about myself for 45 minutes. And it becomes that every time. And it becomes exhausting. So even when I go out of state and I see other friends, they go, oh, do you say, oh, I want to go to, we're going to have a little a party with friends. I'm like, I don't want to go. Because every time we do this party with your friends, guess what happens? It's me in the middle of a circle and I'm entertaining like fucking 20 or 30 people. Mm-hmm. And that's why sometimes it's hard for me because I don't ever get to have fun. When I go home to Sacramento and mm-hmm. one of my Sacramento friends uh, has this party, guess what happens? Nobody gives a fuck about me. Mm. We only give a fuck about each other in terms of our friendship. Mm. And we talk about, I get to see what they're doing. I get to see their kids. They talk about their lives, what they're excited about. And it's a a normal conversation. Mm. But I feel sometimes because there's this, um, with with your friends, 
um, or not even your friends, just people who are at the wedding. And because I've been on the space for so long, um, sometimes it's hard for me to get to know people or even have a normal conversation because it's me just talking about myself. And it's just the most like narcissistic thing that I could do for the next like 45 minutes to an hour. Mm -hmm. And it's exhausting because I don't even care about myself like that that much. I mean, you could just make it short, right? Be like, oh, this is just, you know, same. No, and I can't even do that either because it's, it's a representation of who I am as a person, uh-huh. right? And when I'm there too, like I don't want people to feel a certain way. I don't want people to feel like I'm irritated, you know, because I'm also representing you yeah. too. There's a lot of things that kind of go into this, like, this moving part. I totally understand. I mean, that could be very stressful because you don't like attention. That's the first thing happens <laughs> yeah. is like, okay, put it on my face. I'll, you know, I'm a comedian. That's what they are known for. If I do anything else, they might think I'm an a-hole. That might impact other people, so might well, as well. Well, it's also a reflection of you too. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I, I don't, I don't want to reflect poorly on you. So, um, which is weird too. That's why sometimes I don't even know if I'm really made for entertainment because I don't like attention, which is the oddest thing. If you're in entertainment, you love attention. Hmm. I don't give a fuck who you are. If you are trying to make a career in entertainment, you have to love attention. You need a certain level of narcissism, hmm. and because. You, you kind of feed off this praise and you want to be recognized for this talent and this performative art, right? Mm-hmm. So you are narcissistic in this. And I'm saying that like in, the, in a terrible way, but you have to fuck with yourself that heavy in order for you to be an entertainer. Mm-hmm. The most successful actors, the most successful entertainers, they, they admit, I fucking love the attention. But the difference is, is that at least you get attention for a skill and a craft that you're perfecting, mm-hmm. right? I, on the other hand, don't really care about that. I just wanted to make people laugh. And if people laugh, whether it was, uh, you know, and admittedly so, I wanted to be a major stand-up comic when it first started. Mm-hmm. Um, but after a while, you know, being on YouTube and being on the space for 10, 12 years, I feel like I've gotten everything that I wanted out of being an entertainer and that I really enjoyed. And the difference between that and maybe like other stuff is that when you're on YouTube, you get to create for yourself mm-hmm. and you don't have to go through red tape. Yeah. So whether I get recognized for this stuff or not, yeah, when it blew up and I was making money off it and I made a career off it, it felt really good. Mm-hmm. But the objective was just for me to create and have fun, mm. right? It wasn't for somebody to walk down the street and say, oh, I know you from this video. Mm. Oh, I know you did that. The thing, that's not the thing that makes me happy. The thing that makes me happy is when I see somebody say, hey, I've watched you since I was a little kid. You helped me get through a lot of tough times because you made me laugh. Mm. That's the stuff that I really, really enjoy. Mm. But the idea that the attention is on me is not what I like. Mm. I like the fact that this person felt better because mm. of something that I did, which is the, the, the effort that I put into the art and the craft, mm-hmm. which is a little, I don't know, yeah. it's a little complicated, you know. No, you want people to get um, some kind of outcome. Like, it, you, it feels good if you if they, if they their life changed because of you and changed in a good way. Yeah. Like, go through hardships and stuff. You know, you do a lot of funny videos, but there is a message in some of them yeah. where it really helps them. And once again, you know, just to not... I don't want to make it sound as if, you know, when I go to these events or whatever, somebody asks these questions about me or mm-hmm. they're asking about me. I'm like, oh, that's not what it is. It's just that sometimes <laughs> it sucks for me when I'm trying to have a, recip- a reciprocal conversation and it's just me talking all the time. Mm. And it's how, how boring is that shit? Mm. <laughs> you know, like how how shitty is it that I know for a fact, 100 percent. That when I ask somebody, what do you do for a living? How they're going to respond to me is, I'm not doing something as cool as you. And then the conversation ends. I'm like, okay, um, what are we doing here then? Mm-hmm, yeah. You know? It's and like, well, nice to getting to you'll, know you'll you. You'll pick it up. You're going to hear it a lot. Now that I told you this, like you'll hear it all the time now. I, I had a hunch that that was one of the reasons is that because you get so much spotlight and certain things and you just want to be quiet. 
Um, I know that that was one of the reasons. It's just, and I, I, I totally see it too, is that, you know, they're curious about you. They want to know more about you or like, that's why when I go to certain events, when, you know, when I'm like, oh, the population might not be the best place for David to come, then I don't, you know. And the curiosity is fine. I think it's just, um, maybe I just don't like it when people downplay their own lives against yeah, mine because yeah. I don't, I don't When think- it's not, it's not a conversation. You're just giving a speech basically. Exactly. That's what it feels like. It feels yeah. like I'm giving a speech. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know, and it just, yeah. I hate myself for it too. It's like, you know, who the fuck do you think you are? Mm-hmm. You're, just, you're talking about your, like, what do you, you're not that special. And you don't like to do that. That's not like a thing that you like to do. You like to learn. Yeah. Like and- I, I like listening to other people talk yeah. about their lives and stories, which is why I have so many stories on this podcast because mm-hmm. I love listening to other people t- talk to me about their lives. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things to do. Like it, when I meet new people, and they tell me some cool fucking story, I can't wait to hear that, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's life lessons in that. There's Mm -hmm. so many things that I could pick from it. There's some stories that I could share on this podcast. And that's what I miss, collaboration. That's what I don't have. That's why I want to see you all the time and talk to you all the time. (laughs) And I laugh at everything because I have nothing else to collaborate with. What do you mean you have nothing to collaborate with? I mean, mean, no, I totally understand that because I love listening to other people too, especially if it's like quality conversation, you know, and it's like, wow, I want to know like how you think like that and how you got there. Um, and so I understand that because like, I also like some people would, when they ask me questions about my life, you know, whether that's about you or about my career, I, I mean, I like to give my, like, I'll, I'll talk about it, but at the same time, I will, it's even more of a quality conversation if I could also feed from them and like, what else, like, tell me about yourself too. Cause I want to know how you got where you are right now Yeah, and like how they're thinking. And that's the collaboration side. I really love it. And that's what you like. That's why you like having these podcasts because you're like, I want to hear about you. I want to get more out of you and vice versa. Like you also share about your stories. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm I'm kind of like navigating towards that idea of when people ask me what I do for a living now, you know what I say? What? I do food. I'm a business owner. Mm. Yeah. That's what I say too. It's so much easier because now we there's questions that we could ask each other and mm-hmm. then they could expound on their lives and they don't feel like they have to make themselves small around me, mm-hmm. right? Because I do have a very big personality. I yeah. get it, you know? Yeah. I'm loud, I'm rambunctious. You I, you know, I'm, a, I'm a storyteller. Yep. I could do all this other stuff, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, but when that becomes like my role in every group that I have to go to, it feels like I have to perform every time. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I, I get into this space where I feel like I'm letting people down of their expectation of me. Right. Because I am an entertainer. Mm. And so that part is the part that fucks me up a lot. And I have yet to be at a wedding unless it's a wedding with it's friends that I already know. And it's other people who are also in the entertainment space Mm. where I didn't feel like that. Mm. Right. Mm. Or people would feel a certain way if I didn't do something like Mm. that. And that's probably more on me. But once again. I would appreciate sometimes if, you know, when we have conversations, uh, it's just not always about me. You know? There you go. Well, guys, that wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain podcast. Uh, you can catch Genius Brain every Sundays at 12 p.m. You can catch Mariel at Mariel underscore underscore song on Instagram and everything else as such. Uh, Genius Brain merch. I'm not sure if it's dropped yet. Not, I don't even call it merch. It's a collab uh, with, with Secret Society. Um fucking dope by the way like we've been working on this shit so hard specifically Edric my my business partner because the design that we did is very very complicated Mm. and um but it has to be right before I put it out because it's not really merch it's it's a part of our contemporary fashion uh it's art 
it's art. It's a fucking art piece. So mm-hmm. um, keep an eye out for that. Genius Brain every Sunday at 12 p.m. We'll see y'all next time. Genius Brain listeners, this podcast is brought to you by Hero Bread. Listen, I've talked about Hero Bread a million times over, and I'm telling you right now, they have some of the best guilt-free bread I've ever had in my life, and I'm not just saying that. I'm talking about taste and texture-wise. You just can't beat it. Hero Bread has zero to one grams of net carbs, zero grams sugar, and is high in fiber. And guess what? Now it's made with heart-healthy olive oil for an added boost of healthy fats as well. I'm telling you right now, I made a BLT with this, and it was freaking delicious. If I if I eat bread, this is the bread that I'm eating. You guys have to get this. I'm not just saying it's so freaking good you could do whatever you want with this type of i mean they even have burger breads right so if you want to make a a fire ass burger they got like tortillas too for their if you if you eat breakfast burritos as much as i do dude money it's so freaking good it's hard to say which one my favorite stuff is just because like if i'm gonna make a wrap or i'm gonna do any type of sandwich of any sort i'm gonna use hero bread because i get to eat without all the guilt and it's literally my favorite So genius brain listeners, do not miss out on this. Make sure you get Hero Bread. You will not regret it. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order for their new recipe. Go to hero.co and use code genius10 at checkout. That's G-E-N-I-U-S-1-0 at hero.co. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.